Good afternoon. It's Victoria Taft. I'm in for Jason Rance today. And of course, you know, Friday afternoon would be not the regular Friday afternoon unless we had like a huge technical problem when I come on here. Jeez. <laughs> How you doing? I bet the traffic's really great for you, too. Uh, t- today, we have Chadwick Moore, who is the author of the new book, Tucker. We talked to uh, my friend Mike Davis over at the Article 3 Project about the Georgia indictment of Donald Trump. Uh, talk about the Amazon delivery man this morning. Uh, and on the text line, I've got questions for you. We have questions. I hope you have answers. Please explain to the class why it is not, I repeat, not okay to make up new rules on the road when you're driving. Like stopping, for example, in the middle of a highway when you just want to be nice to another guy. But, of course, all the traffic behind you is going, we don't anticipate a stop there unless you're being ridiculous and stopping. It's very kind of you to do that. Would you please not do that when you've got 25 cars behind you? So we're asking the text line. Brady, what's that number on the text line? Oh, that's right. You don't have your microphone. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's eight seven. Is it eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy four six five eight seven seventy eight hundred? I mean, what was the last time you heard of eight hundred numbers? They're coming back, though, aren't they? Because the other ones they ran out of those. The Rand Corporation or whoever doles them out ran, ran out of them, and now we're just sort of recycling the old ones back again. So we've got lots of stuff going on today. It's just been kind of a freaky Friday. The solution has been found. The mystery has been solved. The persons or persons have been arrested uh, in the Microsoft killing. Tell you about that. Got some smoke in the air. Can you smell it? Can you see it? And the immunization rates are low. We will tell you all about that as well as all the other information I've told you about as we try to get the station on the air, or at least that studio on the air. Is it done yet, Brady? (laughs) forgive me i know this is the inside baseball nobody cares it's just that you know it's just interesting why is this happening so the amazon man i didn't know it was the amazon man when the amazon man came down the driveway of a place that i'm staying and uh got out uh in the dead end driveway of the place that i'm staying and uh, got out of the car with a headlamp on when it was dark outside. So, you know, it was before six o'clock in the morning. And I thought to myself, self, who is that out there? Why, why, why is that happening? Why is that guy out there? Who is that? And of course, there was it was a dark car, and a dark driveway. When it's dark outside before six o'clock in the morning, it's five forty-eight in the morning, and here comes a drive driver down the driveway. Car I've never seen before, don't recognize, and stealthing down the driveway. And uh, so, I mean, I thought, well, looks like we have a prowler, and we're somebody's case in the joint, finding out if anybody's home at the neighbors. And I thought, well, that's very interesting. So. I looked, got my camera, went outside, took video of the person driving away in the car whose license plate I 
should note, was obscured with a plastic cover on it. So that looked totally legit. So I uh, decided to chase him up the driveway. Didn't The guy apparently did not even notice me as I was running up the driveway behind him trying to get the license plate of the car that I didn't recognize because it was driving down a driveway at 548 in the morning when it's dark outside. Nearly dark, just at the cusp. It was not the darkest before the dawn, but it was pretty pretty close. So anyway, this was fun, and I called the sheriff's department. (laughs) Non-emergency, did not do the 911 because I read next door. I know about next door. And all you know, all you could do is put a picture of the guy and the car on the next door because the cops ain't coming. Because defunding. Because defunding is the way to go because people feel safer when there are no police officers. Anyway, I talked to the sheriff's deputy. He's really cool. Everything worked out. My husband got up because he heard the... Not the hubbub, there wasn't much, but he did hear me speaking on the phone with someone in my I mean business voice. And so when Victoria Taft is speaking on the phone with someone with my I mean business voice, do people do pay attention, including my husband. And my husband got up and said, what, what's going on? <laughs> I said, well, I think we had a prowler. And can you check the cameras around the house? And uh, so he said, sure. And we found out it was an Amazon guy because we had a box on our front porch and that was fun. But uh so I just think yeah, Amazon people, I, I don't know. Are you guys armed? Because people are going to come out with guns at you if you do that. It's I'm just saying. Anyway, let's find out what's trending. <laughs> For a completely new loop, let's find out what's trending. What's trending? Crime. Crime. That's right. Crime. Sadly, we we do have crime. We know about this. Very. It's just an odd Just a very odd story. And this is from a guy who was murdered. And we now we now know who was who murdered him. Very interesting story about a Microsoft executive who lost his life and it started out um, in March and um, very sad. Very, very sad. Murdered as he went to pick up a tire out of the middle of of the road because it was in the road and he felt that it was probably unsafe for it to be in the road. And, um, he got out of the car, removed said tire and was shot for his efforts by a hired hitman. It turns out Jared Brightigan, 33 shot dead after dropping off his two children. Thank goodness. at his ex-wife, Shanna Gardner's home near, near Jacksonville, Florida. A third child, Mr. Brightigan's, with his second wife, was in the car at the time of the shooting and was uninjured. He, not not so uninjured. He was dead. So, so um, his uh, ex-wife and her friend and the ex-wife's second husband are all arrested. And uh, it turns out... They were arrested in March, charged with charged with orchestrating the murder by hiring Henry Tenen, or Tenen, a, a tenant residing in one of the properties, to kill Mr. Brightigan. And Mr. Tenen has admitted to shooting the executive, it turns out. And then a major break came yesterday when police announced that the ex-wife had been indicted on first-degree murder 
charges and is accused of conspiring to have her husband killed. Kristen Bridegan was uh, the widow, is the widow of Jared Bridegan, tells NBC News that the horrific, she's just grateful that somebody's been rolled up for this one because it's been horrible. Shanna's arrest ends one horrific chapter of our pursuit for justice for Jared. For 547 days, we've hoped and prayed that this day would come. Wow. And she said, uh, there's been a lot of heartbreak for the kids. And they call Shanna, the ex-wife, the, what do they call her? The hate mom? The mean mom. I wonder why. Happiness that we are finally seeing this day and just a lot of heartache. Um, especially for the twins. So she was talking to NBC News. This is such a weird story. I mean, does this really happen? Shanna, the mean mom, was rolled up in eastern Washington. And so Kirsten Bridegan talks about how she tells her four-year-old daughter about the situation. I have to keep it in simple terms terms, because she's only four. She knows that two bad guys have been put in jail. And this morning I was able to tell her that who she refers to as the mean mom um, is going to be in jail as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Well, thank God the mean mom's in jail. That's where she belongs. And, you know, here's the thing. You know what I don't understand? You can have all kinds of division and enmity and you can have problems in a relationship. But does killing the other person actually ever solve the problem when you've already been divorced from them? And what are you what are you hoping to get? You hoping to get the custody of the two kids? Is, is that really your plan? Because if that's your plan and they know you as the mean mom, it's probably not going to go too far. I mean, that is just a suggestion. I'm just bringing it up because I think it's important that people know, even if they're a skewed wackadoodle do woman who is the spurned lover of the ex-husband who's now gone on with her life and married some guy and they live in eastern Washington somewhere, or they did until he was rolled up for murder. And then their friend, who's the hitman, who apparently he did the job, but then he just immediately admitted what he'd done. And so this is what happened. This is what happened. And so you're not going to get the husband back, obviously, because you plan to to kill him, according to the authorities, because we don't say that they do, and uh, you're not your life's not going to be back to normal because of this hit job that you are alleged to have committed, and then your children, of course, will forever hate you because you killed their father. So, what's your plan, buddy? What was the plan? That that, that that's not going to work. You actually have to be the adult in the room, uh, so to speak, and. Learn to live with the situation, even if you hate your ex-husband, who's 33 and a former Microsoft executive. And so. Sad all the way around. What else is trending? What's trending? Weather apocalypse Mageddon. <laughs> That's right. Weather pop pocket. Wait, take two. Weather apocalypse Mageddon. There's smoke in the air and fire seasons, especially rough. Plus the latest the latest hurricane is called Hurricane Hillary. I mean, that's a couple of years too late, isn't it? Don't you think? What the heck? Now it's hurricane. Now it's okay to do it for Hillary, her, Hurricane Hillary. Wow. Is it Friday? Excuse me. What? Did we have a? Yep. Yeah, that's it. So that's a story there. That's all I just wanted to be able to say. Hurricane Hillary. We have more on that coming up a little bit later, but I did want to mention it. What else is trending? What's trending? 
Your health. That's right, your health. It will come as no surprise to anyone who's watched these ghouls in public health for the last, what, three and a half years, three years or so, to report now uh, something that is so utterly predictable, uh, stunning in its obviousness, and helpful to the rest of us, demonstrative helpful to the rest of us because what this points out what the story points out that i'm going to tell you about is that people have lost faith for the most part in public health officials why you know why because of covid and the covid clot shot and all everything else that has to do with the uh, wuhan virus can we call it that now is it just is that censored or probably going to get me fired but either that or I'm telling you the truth, because now we find out that the children's immunization rates for people in the Seattle area, as well as throughout the country, uh, have dropped off precipitously. And why do you suppose that is? Well, the Kaiser Family Foundation, which has rebranded itself to call itself KFF, shows that the share of kindergarten students who were up to date on their immunizations fell to 93%. Uh, you know, that's, you know, that's not too shabby. I mean, shows share of kindergartens that um, had data up to date fell to 93% for the 2021 to 2022 school year. Now, what that means is that people are paying attention and they don't actually trust people. But there's something else going on here. Two other things I would hazard a guess and tell you that. And, it, and it's this. One, parents don't want to use their children as pincushions anymore. They've decided that since they made the big mistake of getting healthy children the shot, that, and and of course, recognizing that the COVID virus actually didn't really make children super sick unless they were already sickly and had pre-existing conditions. And they said, well, wait a minute now, that was... That was a big old whopper you guys were telling. You know, what is it? Fewer than 1% of the kids ever, ever actually got sick with uh, COVID. So why are you telling us that we have to get them shot up? Well, we know why. Because they would not be able to uh, have, get out. They would actually not be able to get out of emergency use if it weren't across the board given to everyone. And so that's why the big old information war on the covid vaccine and then there's something else going on too and and i don't know that this is surmise on my part okay but i think i might be on to something and it's it goes something like this there are so many more kids currently in school who are not immunized why why because they're illegal alien children they've been we had seven million illegal aliens coming over across the border from the southern half half of the country. Who knows what's coming over the northern part of the country, but mostly from the southern portion, uh, mostly men of military age. It might interest you to know, ergo, why people do call it an invasion. Some of them are armed, and I don't blame them in some respects, because wouldn't you want to be armed if you were going to go in the middle of nowhere and there were a bunch of cartel members out there getting the old, uh, you know, hey, uh, allowing people to... Uh, declare and to control the southern border and they're the ones with guns but anyway 
Nevertheless, there are some of the kids that have snuck in through the border with mom and dad or whoever calling themselves mom and dad. And uh, those who are fortunate enough not to be sex trafficked are uh, ending up at some schools and they're not immunized because they weren't immunized wherever they came from either. So, I mean, that's that, it's not a happy story. I you know, don't want to make you feel bad or anything about that, but I would just suggest to you that that might also be a reason why. It shows that a share of kindergarten students who are up to date on their immunizations that fell to 93% for the 21-22 school year. And that's the most recent data. It shows that a 2% decrease in the necessary level needed to keep community spread of the disease measles, as we know. So it's how do they know that? I thought we had outlawed a natural Im- or immunity, herd immunity. That was actually... Remember that? Remember that during COVID? They just pretended that didn't exist anymore because it didn't exist for this disease because they wanted to make sure everybody got the, the shot because apparently it was um, it was a religious right that one must do that. So that's an interesting little conundrum on this KFF or the Kaiser Family Foundation survey that says that the people are under immunized, the children that are entering kindergarten, not under immunized. And um, especially with the MMR now as a woman who has grandchildren now. Can you believe I'm a grandma? I know. It's hard to believe, isn't it, Brady? I know. Shocking. But um, I've my both my daughters have decided that uh, they're going to stagger all the shots because they don't want their kids to be pin cushions. And they're not crazy either. They're not crazy like their mother. So just something to think about. Oh, we've got so much more coming up on the Jason Ranch Show with Victoria Taft filling in. My friend Chadwick, Chadwick Moore, I know him so well I just mispronounced his name. <laughs> He's coming on the program in a little bit. Mike Davis with the Article 3 Project. Lots going on locally. And uh, uh, what's causing all this global warming anyway? Victoria Taft in for Jason. AM 770 KTTH. Victoria Taft in for Jason Rance. How are you? I've really seriously got a text message question. And it's, uh, do you really appreciate when people make up new road rules to accommodate whatever they're feeling? Don't you think that it's just better if we just stick to the, you know, the tried and true ones, the the ones that uh, we have learned to use for years and uh, we all got our licenses, well, most of us anyway, and we all read the the, 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 the catalog or whatever. What are we calling that? The, the manual. We learned how to run everybody did the same rules. I don't know. I was just on the way to work today and just weird. Some guy just, just slams on his brakes and to let somebody go across the traffic. And I thought, why are we doing that? He has a stop sign. We don't have one. This is not a... This is not a four-way stop. And I thought, well, I'm going to ask on the text line. Please explain to the class why it's not okay to make up new rolls of the road when you're driving. Like stopping on a highway to let another car cross traffic. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you feel great about yourself, but the rest of us don't feel so good about you. (laughs) 
text line is 800-465-8770. I think we're, are we done with our technical glitches for Friday afternoon? I sure That's what so. happens when the national host doesn't leave the studio in operational order. Perhaps. Did I say that out loud? Yes, I did. Yes. Hey, Victoria, BT here. I think all uh, defund supporters' names should be in a 911 database, so if they call for police, you know, nobody will come. Oh, well, you know, you can't really do that. And by the way, BT, good to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Thanks. I love Victoria Taft. Well, thank you. And by the way, anybody who said that after that first segment is, you know, that's awesome. Oh, Lord. Uh, 4658770. So do you think you should change the rules of the road to accommodate your particular uh, fantastical, fanciful whims at the moment um, and making up new road rules. Uh, I say no. What say you? And uh, give me a jingly-wingly on the text line, so ping me over there. Okay, so a couple of other things. We've got some interesting news about Joe Biden today as we... Well, first of all, Joe is doing Joe stuff. And, um, for example, when he was at a recent event... I think it was yesterday. And and bottom line is Joe just cannot stop sounding uh, like a creep. And uh, this this is an entree to all of the latest legal machinations with respect to Joe Biden. So just go with me on this one. Honestly, I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. (laughs) And daddy owes you. So talk to me afterwards. Um. Daddy, you know, the only thing that would have made it creepier if he had just whispered it, Daddy owes you. <laughs> it's either that or you get, he says it and then all you hear is. <sighs> There's, I mean, and once you see it and you see the creepiness, you can't unsee it. And somebody at a, at a radio station or a television station, I should say, Action for News sees it and cannot unsee it because was this a mistake brady i mean was this a mistake that i'm about ready to don't say what it is but i don't think it's a mistake i don't think it's a mistake okay i i kind of don't think it is either instagram audio of action four news showing well talking about a person who's been rolled up by the by the cops it's not clear what may have been taken and no arrests have been made a 71 year old man is accused of inappropriately touching a 12 year old girl at the walmart in west mifflin sunday afternoon now you might think that that just sounds like one of those newscasts and you would think correctly this would be an accurate assumption some creepy old man inappropriately touched which is to say groped a poor child and then if you watched the actual newscast you were treated to a picture of joe biden (laughs) now let me uh play for this play this for you she tried to say i want to say one thing to your children wait that's the creepy one i know some really great ice cream places (laughs) you know that was a total mistake but it just it's absolutely creepy just absolutely creepy. Here we go. Here's what happened when they did it on the news. It's not clear what may have been taken and no arrests have been made. A 71-year-old man is accused of inappropriately touching a 12-year-old girl at the Walmart in West Mifflin Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then they somebody's been fired. It's like remember when uh, there was a there was a Chiron on the Tucker Carlson show after Tucker was gone, and it said something inappropriate, but it was it was you had to be in on the joke kind of a thing, and uh, that person was fired. So who knows? We think that somebody's been fired. We're asking you on the text line if you should make up your own road rules to accommodate your particular fanciful whims at any given moment. And the 800-465-8770 number is what I'm uh, asking you to take part in and let me know. And uh, Quilty in Snohomish says no. I also say no. Keep the traffic flowing. Who are you people anyway? Exactly. Exactly. So as we roll along, some of the problems that Joe Biden is having, or should I call him something else? Uh, mm, I don't know. Or should we... Call Joe Biden, well, what's his new name? Joe Biden has a number of aliases that he has been using with his email. Have you heard this yet? And he corresponded with his son using these various nom de plumes as he was vice president. And these have been known apparently for a couple of years, but nobody knew they were Joe Biden. And, like, I think, uh, let's see, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama also used, they used email accounts they weren't supposed to use, generally speaking. You usually have to get those washed and thoroughly vetted by the U.S. Secret Service. and Because, obviously, you don't want anybody just, you know, hacking the president and vice president's emails and or phones. Remember, when it was a big deal. Maybe you don't, but... The Barack Obama was the president when iPhones came out. They had just come out. And he had an iPhone because he was the cool guy. I'm, I'm the cool guy. And so they have the iPhone and they ha- he had to get it vetted. And who knows what happened with that? He used it. And uh, so but, and Hillary Clinton used a fake or not a fake. She used another email address. It was other than her government email address. Now, why do these elected officials do these things? Why is that? Well, they want to get away from having anyone use the Freedom of Information Act to get a hold of their information, their emails, and that sort of thing. And it's entire, I understand, I understand when you want to hide something from the population who puts you in in power, because it's something that maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe people wouldn't like that. Maybe they wouldn't like to know that you were some creepy old man or doing business with Ukraine with your son who was making bank from Ukrainian oligarchs who were pissed and wanted you to fix a problem for them, which was the guy looking into the company for which your your son worked and getting money so that they could share it through their Byzantine, amazing network of shell corporations and the bank accounts throughout the world. Maybe that's why you don't want that done. Joe Biden. So what was his name? He had all kinds of things. Well, let's see. Nom de plume. We had on Thursday, this is uh, James Comer, the head of the Oversight Committee, sent a request to the National Archives and Records Administration asking for unrestricted special access to unredacted emails and documents for from Joe Biden's time as vice president regarding Hunter Biden and Burisma. And one email specifically re- referenced in Comer's request includes a conversation about a phone call with President Poroshenko referring to 
Petro Poroshenko, who was then president of Ukraine at the time. And the email was sent to Robert L. Peters. Robert L. Peters, um, a name reported as the occasional pseudonym for then president, Vice President Joe Biden. That's very interesting. A direct message to Hunter Biden, CC'd about Poroshenko. Why is he looping in Hunter Biden into that particular email? Why? Because maybe, oh, I don't know, Hunter Biden, of course, was on the board of Burisma getting his $83,000 a month for the Biden family. Maybe that was it. Maybe maybe he felt like there was uh, well, he was actually delivering the deliverable was Joe Biden and his attention and the firing of said uh, administrative official who was investigating Burisma and making life difficult for the oligarch who was paying off Hunter Biden and by extension, Joe Biden, that we believe that was happening. That is definitely what they're thinking happened here. So what do you think they were referring to when they were talking to Hunter Biden, who said who, who they said was dumber than their dogs, <laughs> who was a drug addict, who had no experience, and that we need help from Washington. Who do you think they were talking about, said Comer. And here we see now evidence that show, shows that Joe Biden didn't have a wall between the government and his son's shady business dealings. He was copying him on foreign policy to let him know ahead of time, help is on the way, Burisma. We're all going to go in there. We're going to fire that prosecutor who's trying to bust you for corruption, son. Yeah. He had three different pseudonyms, and he used them. So they, they can't be foiled as under Vice President Joe Biden. Seems shady to me. I don't know. Is it shady to you? Seems seems odd. Hmm. Victoria Taft, I'm in for Jason Rance on a Friday afternoon. Coming back to you in just a few minutes. And uh, they are really coming after Diane Feinstein. And we'll have the latest on the Hawaii fires coming up next. Friday afternoon, Victoria Taft in for Jason Rance. How you doing? Brady and I are in today. Brady's going to be working all weekend. He's working the Seahawks game tomorrow and the Mariners and uh, now us. He's working with us. So there you go. Oh, well, there's lots of uh, lots of news going on. And obviously things, they're sort of disheartening out there. Just got to buck up and you got to come on. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I know it's not fashionable to say to do that, but you bloody well better do it because nobody's going to do it for you. Know what I mean? So our text line question, 800-465-8770, 800-465-8770. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I don't like when people make up the rules when you're on the road. You, We all went to either driver's ed or we read the manual or we got our license and we took the test and all that. And, and the rules were the rules, and I'm not... I just don't like it when somebody says, oh, you can go ahead or whatever. I slow down and I let people in, but I don't stop in the doggone middle of the street. I'm sorry. Did I say street? I meant highway to let somebody go and with 20 cars behind that person. And you had to throw on your brakes because uh, Dillweed up in front decided to just stop and let somebody go. I mean, and then if you're the person, right? So if you're the person who's being allowed to go, it's like, well, do I go? Because... I, I I can't speak for any of the other this is like a five way stop, right? So it's it's incredible. And there are people coming along at fifty miles an hour 
because it's a highway. And so if you can't see around, ah, oh, jeez. So you feel like a dope. And then, you know, just, could you just go, please? Because I, I feel better and I feel more secure when I know what the rules of the road are and everybody knows and expects me to do something instead of you making stuff up. That's just me. Four six five eight seven seventy. Got another one coming up for you as well. This is such a boffo, boffo example. <laughs> it's going great. Have you heard, of course, the story and the song about the rich men north of Richmond? Right, you've heard this. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for both. So I can sit out here Good bleep there, Brady <laughs> Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is All So, of course, this is a huge hit And you know this so people are watching this, people of all backgrounds, and, there, and there's a video on the Twitters and, or what are we calling it, the X, and they're reacting to the song, and they're going, oh, wow, this is really good, right, it's really cool, so we can listen to a few more. Okay. This is true. Tell them, buddy. Some of us can't say what we absolutely know is true, and he's articulating. I wish politicians look out for miners. So. Not just miners on an island somewhere. Yes. We got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat. And the whole so videos all over the interwebs of people reacting. Apparently that's what they do. It passes for content, but it's kind of refreshing, right? And so, you know the song. It's a, sort of a. It's it's gotten to be sort of an anthem for people who feel really dispirited and people who feel like they're on the outs. There's the elites, and then there's the rest, right? So, as one person put it, it's sort of an anthem, a protest song, if you will, about growing wealth disparity, the Orwellian government, because it does refer to wanting total control. Hungry, homeless, and obesity issues. Welfare. And... Male depression and suicide, very interesting. And of course, the, the left has decided that this is not a, an anthem for the masses. It couldn't possibly because they're the ones who do those. And, and somebody who might be, everybody else can't do it, right? Instead, the crazy left can do it, but you can't. So there's a Marine who is a hip-hop, who's a rapper, and uh, he's really good. And so there are different versions of it. You'll see it pop up, right? And here's one. Here's one version of it. And the guy's pretty good. Listen to this. Sure. Hmm. I can't do it. Interesting. I'll see if I can. I wanted you to hear this because it's so good. 
I don't know. Paul's a rich man. Thank you. Yeah, so that is, of course, uh, making big moves, and uh, it is becoming an anthem. It is becoming a, somewhat of a protest song. You know, the Woody Guthrie kind of protest song. Remember all that? We're supposed to, you know, they teach that in school. They teach that stuff in school, and you're supposed to bow down, and you're supposed to you know, make sure you salute smartly to all the leftist tropes that are in all those Woody Guthrie songs, but they don't want to do that to this song. Why is that? That's a very interesting thing that happens by the left. They own it, and you may not own the genre that is protest. And if you do, we will crush you. And that's basically what's happening now. I see it um, happening in what's going on with President Trump. I mean, all of these legal cases. It's just astonishing what dumb stuff they're putting in these indictments. It's like, really? I'm pretty sure that's free speech. How is it that all the Democrats could go over and... for Years say something was stolen or put up other electors and uh, go to court and fight for the right to stop counting ballots. All of these things they've done over the years. And nobody went to jail. Nobody was indicted. Nobody got accused of uh, breaking the First Amendment. No one had charges brought up against them. No one is uh, handcuffed. No one was fingerprinted. No one, nothing. It is just stunning to me. Is a Michael Schellenberger, whom you'll be hearing from in just a little bit on the program, say says that uh, he was sort of chased down this guy who wrote this, right? So uh, they say there's nothing authentic about the viral country hit Rich Men North of Rich Mun by Oliver Anthony. And, of course, his real name is Christopher Anthony Lunsford. This is what Schellenberger says. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And they claim he's a conservative, not Schellenberger, but the left, a conservative industry plant astroturfed into existence by all the Daily Wire freaks and some right-wing social media promoter. Boy, this would be something if that just all happened and it was all preordained. Wouldn't that be interesting? Golly, you'd think that they'd have better answers for other things. But... Of course, it, that's not true. That is not true. This guy, for real, is has been approached by major labels, offered $8 million to come write songs for them. And really kind of an interesting take on it. John Rich, formerly of Big and Rich, which is a fantastic group. I love those guys. God, I love, we should play some of their bump music. I know we've got it in here because it's so good. And... So uh, he says, I wouldn't do it. He says, knowing what I know now, I'd get away from corporate music. I'd go make your own music because even $8 million, that's nice. It's life-changing money. But the problem is, is they're going to tell you what you can think, what you can say, and what you can promote and record. So it's actually no freedom at all. Currently, you have the freedom, young man, to go and stand on a soapbox and uh, bring a little, little uh, uh, 
amp and do your thing. He says, there, you know, of course, the one recording that we're all familiar with, if you watch it on online, is this gathering of people. And he says, I was here in June and I had 20 people in the audience. So it does appear to be for reals, yo. He says, there's nothing special about me. I'm not a good musician. I'm not a very good person. He's got a nice guitar. Isn't that a nice guitar, though? I mean, that he, you know, that that was an expensive guitar. He said all Hunford, Lunsford did was produce a hit song, and yet over the last two weeks, journalists have been attacking him as a racist and far-right grifter. <laughs> and uh, Schellenberger says, in, in truth, there's really only one thing in the song that might be reasonably considered conservative, and that's a single line criticizing welfare. I'm not sure that's a, necessarily just a conservative issue. But he says, and if Lunsford's a grifter, he's not a particularly good one. Uh, he says um, he lives in a 27-foot-long camper he bought on Craigslist for $750. He quit school at 17. I worked three or six days a week, third shift, fourteen fifty an hour, and it nearly killed me. So there are real people out there. Just like those once wandering in the desert, we have lost our way from God and have let false idols distract us and divide us, Lunsford said. And it's a damn shame. Okay, coming back up on the Jason Rance program. Plenty of local news as well. Latest on that murder for hire scam. Just amazing story. Microsoft executive and much, much more. Victoria Taft in for Jason. And you're listening to AM 770 KTTH.